0: We here, we hot. It's the Roundhouse Roundtable. We know y'all missed us. We know it. We can see it on y'all faces, we know. And we back. So, it's me and Monty T, and I got the lovely B in the building. Let's get it. I what my glow up in lightning. Hot, yeah, something like light lightning. This shit a hit, on my psyche. psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business-minded. Need a push. Behind it, it's a science. Apply it. Some the worst coming to work. Should try it. Get, it get bang, 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 a bag. Get inspired. I might jump behind it. it mean, ain't nothing to do. Oh point. my god, it's one of the, the, point. the <laughs> <listening> <laughs> high high on boys. Okay. I'd rather hear enough people We already have <laughs> the business report. All right. So we we are reporting live from Perry. Well, we're not reporting live from Perry, but <laughs> that's the one. That's what we going on right now. The UFC fight night pairs, whatever you want to call it. But it was some statements made and Paris hit a clean sweep. Ooh. Everybody showed up. Everybody from, from Patty from, France, they showed up.
1: Okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? So first, no cap recap. We're going to do it how we always do it. We're going to start it off with the prelims. Stephanie Egger versus Aline Perez. And that ended in second round submission. It was a good fight in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Perez was definitely giving Edgar some problems, but her judo kicked in in the areas where it needed to, especially with her having long legs. I think that played a good part in her, you know, with with her takedowns in general. Yeah. Uh, and, And I won't forget that this is the same Stephanie Edgar that when they asked her what she submitted in her last fight, she ain't say nothing. So her integrity is shot with me forever. So like she already, it's cool. Good W, shout out to her for getting a W. But
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was definitely rooting for Perez in this one. And she was definitely in her face. And then she got caught in the last couple of seconds on the second round and, you know, got submitted, but she was doing a good job up until then. I'm going to be honest. I didn't want Stephanie Edgar to win just because, you know, she didn't want to speak up last time she got arm barred so you know that would <laughs> i'm still a little salty about that so you know but it is what it is
0: that holds a special place in our heart <laughs>
1: like it does yeah. like these
0: fighters really work hard for that shit and she's going oh no like because what if she would have got away with it and won that fight
1: right that would have like, been
0: sickening but yeah. either way they want her to get another fight so that's why they put her on this card too
1: yeah she but- took this fight on short notice so yeah. I guess you gotta get it where you can. And exactly. she got the W. But up. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Try to clear a name, but yeah. <laughs> Next, Khalid Taha versus Christian Cunoes, Kunones. And this was a Ben Wait. This was a round one. KO. Uh Christian came out there looking looking strong. But Khalid came out there looking jumpy. Like jump mm-hmm. not jumpy in the sense of. Worry, but in the sense of just trying to be technical, but probably his mind was going faster than his body was. Mm. And it got him caught because Christian was very calm and he was, you know, he was still pushing the fight towards
1: him. Yeah. Christian also had like a weird stance. He had mm. his arms like down and his full neck exposed and just like you caught him if you catch him at the right time. Um, You could definitely get a clean cut knockout with him. And that's what I thought was going to happen. But, you know, he was staying busy, changing up his stance and his direction. And he was doing a good job of just being hard to catch. So, you know, shout out to him.
0: Yeah, him holding his hands low like that uh, was the demise of Taha because Taha was holding his hands super high.
1: So yeah, and close super and high, stiff.
0: You can't see anything that's coming along these lines. So his hands coming this way <laughs> and then you finally move your hand and then it's already there.
1: Yeah. So
0: th- th- I think and that, that's exactly how he got caught too, you know, having his. Yeah. And this was a height difference too. Time. Yep.
1: This was a height difference. uh Taha was shorter and I thought he was going to be able to weave in and weave out, but that was not the case at all. He got mm-hmm. caught.
0: Yeah, in a bad way. Went yeah. out crazy. Next, Benoit Saint-Denis from France versus Gabriel Miranda. This was a, a round two W mm-hmm. by Saint-Denis. Yeah. He was just not going to be denied because Gabriel was really putting pressure on him, but it turned the tide once after the first round when he almost finished him. Once the second round came, it was just like, oh, yeah, it's it's done. It's done.
1: Yeah, him up kicks uh, gave him a couple of extra seconds of breather into the second round, but, you know, he ended up still getting clipped with that punch, and there was just no question he was not really going to recover in time because he was still hurt from mm-hmm. round one. So,
0: yeah. you know. That was the shortest 60, 60 seconds of his life. It was <laughs> like, once he got off that stool, it was it.
1: Was it. Yeah, it wasn't enough yeah. to recover, so, <laughs> you know.
0: And that was the and that was the and that's how the story of France started. You know how they really <laughs> how they ran a ran got a, a clean sweep. Speaking of clean sweep next, Zaeem versus Figlak. This one was round three. This was unanimous decision. Figlak was a good target for Ziam. He really was landing those good body shots and making it hard for him to try to close distance on him. So he was good at maintaining that distance. And he used his ground game when he needed to, which was mm-hmm. awesome. It's just mm-hmm. like from the last time he fought, his ground game excelled a lot. Like sometimes like like these guys are not getting on the ground for a long period of time and learning so much. So imagine if you actually trained on the ground. These guys are learning with with submissions and and top control and all these things are, are how they're helpful. These strikers. And it's good. Yeah. that He's catching on to the the actual ground game.
1: Yeah, because it's important to have a ground game. You don't want to just be a striker and always worrying about the takedown. Then that takes you off of what you're trying to do and you focus in on what they want to do. And you know, they have they hold the power because once they get you to the ground, you don't know how to get back up. So it's beneficial to at least get the basics foundation of a ground game. That way if somebody takes you down, you at least know how to get back up. And Michael was undefeated prior to this. So he just mm-hmm. got a one. Yeah. Put a one on it. Yeah, he put a one on it. Yeah. He had some really thick legs, you know. I th- <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna be able to bruise his legs up as much as he did, but them things was turning red and he stayed active on his his big thick legs. I'm happy he was able to take this. <laughs> I'm happy he was able because it's usually like the thicker leg person striking the skinnier leg person, but in this sense the roles were reversed, and I was just really surprised to see it. So you know, shout out to him.
0: shout out to Zion on a W, uh, lightweight. He's looking good for the lightweight now. Yeah. They're learning that they're gonna have to get a ground game. They're like Charles Oliveira or Islam. Let me just go ahead and get this wrestling class out the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Charles Oliveira can he can beat you on the feet or on the ground. Pick your poison.
0: Yeah, see the thing about him, like that aggressive aggressive jujitsu is wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Like is that's how motherfuckers get caught all day long by that aggressive jujitsu.
1: But the wrestlers, if they're not working on any submissions, Kamar Usman, you could be a great wrestler all day, but you know, you slip up. And he already down there in a dominant position. He could easily get submissions, choke mm-hmm. somebody out really quick. So it's it's just beneficial to have, you know, more weapons in your arsenal. I'm gonna keep always. saying that because it's always beneficial.
0: Always. Next, John McAdese versus Nasrat Hasperaz. I don't know. And and Macadesi was pretty much walking him down to his demise and that's why i was being quick on his feet yeah but he was just doing enough to win this was a good fight he got it you know he got it done it seemed like his punches weren't really being effective until you know the third but by that time every time Macadesi was landing it it was looking it was strong. You could tell the power different was there. You know, Hash was just landing more.
1: Yeah, because the tenderizing happens in round one and round two, and then round three, you're just trying to put a stamp on it. And that's, you know, just me and my thoughts.
0: Yeah, but like, but the overall is get in there and finish it.
1: Yeah, but um, you also don't want to wear yourself out and then, like, like we've seen before, like people just throwing everything into trying to get somebody out of there, and it doesn't happen. And then they get dominated in round two and in round three because they can't recover.
0: Well, that, getting trying to get somebody out there don't mean going balls to the wall. That don't mean like really trying swing swinging for, for the fences. That's in the sense of like if if you could put a combo together and you see somebody fall back, some you're not backing up and waiting to reset. Like you're trying to move forward so mm. it wasn't too much move forward it was more of move around and not be a, not be a, a still target
1: oh not enough forward pressure to being mm-hmm. aggressive
0: i got you speaking of still target next <laughs> dustin stofus versus avis magomedov and that name sound like somebody not to play with yep
1: debut
0: in his debut after he won Beating Dustin Stovolds, he was like, "Okay, all right, I knew this was supposed to happen. So where's my food?" That's how he was looking. (laughs) Middleweight, middleweight is about the middleweight is looking crazy right now because the bantamweight was a hot topic for for a minute, and before that, it was the heavyweight going off, but now middleweight is really coming up because they got some things they got to figure out, and with these fights that we're gonna get into later with the Marvatore and Whitaker.
1: Mm.
0: They just still holding lineup. <laughs> but next we out of the prelims, we in the main card. We here. Main card, main card. we got Charles Jordan versus Nathaniel Wood. Nathaniel Wood came through with the W. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers just stood in the pocket and just punched each other in the head with uppercuts <laughs> and short hooks all night and then every once in a while Nathaniel Wood will lay some wood. And have uh, Charles Jordan shook up a little bit. Yep. Charles Jordan, he saw some power tonight. He saw some power tonight, and it's almost like when he got handled on the ground versus Shane Burgos in his in his last fight. It's almost like, oh, I don't got to worry about Nathaniel Wood. I'm good. I'm a black belt. Remember, you know that was just a fluke. You know he was just a little bit better than me on the ground. So it's almost like he didn't really put any extra work on the ground. And since his last fight, which mm-hmm. is why he got the outcome. Same outcome that he got, which he's a black belt, you know? And I think you, when you get to those people that's like white belt, blue belts, you know, even the purple belts, those are the ones that's closer to the fundamentals. So it's just like, that's why you get, you see them really like getting it done. Or it's the black belts that like compete, 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 like championship type. But that didn't help him out today. No. Nathaniel Wood was staying on top. He kept his wrestling solid. So shout out to Nathaniel Wood. Next, we have William Gomez versus Jarno Aaron. Shout out to the William Gomez on the W. Super composed. Legs were super close together, made me nervous.
1: Yeah, what was up with that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It but I noticed he was he'll he'll move a lot, and then as his opponent is like slowing down and set up for their shot, he'll make a move like this, <laughs> and they'll hold they'll reset everything they're about to do, or just throw a leg kick or something out there. So it's almost like he playing chess Mm. and he had somewhat of a a good game plan so far, but his ground game was looking elite. His hands were looking elite. He was finishing off his, his combinations with kicks, putting a cherry on the top.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So he pretty much put on a masterclass for his, for, for his fight. You know, he didn't get to finish, but it was a clear cut. No, did somebody put a draw? Somebody somebody put a draw.
1: He tried, yeah, Uh, the last judge. But that triangle that was at the end, at the closeout, you know, him just being able to slip out of that due to all the sweat because he had a good grip on it. But that sweat, mm. you know, you just waited out. He was just sliding out of there. So, you know, shout out to him for being patient and waiting it out. And
0: I hope submission defenses are worth something. Because those are like a big pivotal part in the fight. That's just like somebody getting a knockdown. You know, people get excited just as much when people get out of submission. So, it, just like how submission attempts are worth something, why is not a submission escape that should be that should be worth something? If not, not as much as an actual attempt, a little bit less, but either way, worth something. Shout out to William Gomez on on getting out of that fucking tri- triangle first, and I agree. The, then the W. Because yep. he had to do to get out the triangle first, yep. <laughs> to get the W. That shit glad was tight. He,
1: glad he held out. He said the crowd helped him stay motivated to not uh, end it like that. So shout out to him because he was able to win the fight.
0: Yeah, and Aaron's—he threw up a hell mary right then and there. And I'd be sick too if you go back and look at the film and see how if you would have just put an underhook underneath his arm, that would have kept him up in there. Mm-hmm. But either way. Good shit. William Gomez from from getting it done. Okay. What? <laughs> what? That's what they from.
1: Okay. You were trying from. to say it with an accent.
0: It's not an accent. That's how that's what is that's how they say it. Sure. So Roman Kopilov versus Alessio <laughs> De Shirio. came through with the W. Shirio was
1: he was how he was, was cr- how off that flute that he got with uh <laughs> <laughs> with Buckley that was a fluke when i watched that fight i think it was stopped prematurely it was just timing he was surprised he was throwing up high kicks. Thought it was gonna land and he was putting a lot of investment into those and he was getting touched up a lot he did have roman you know rocked a couple times in the second yeah. round but you know roman just stayed consistent in the third round and just kept touching him up and then touched him out
0: yep got him out of there
1: yes he did it, it
0: was uh It seemed like he was just putting more power on his punches and like his punches were more identified throughout the whole fight. Like cause yeah, he got rocked a few times, but like he was constantly moving forward. Yeah. (laughs) That's the that's the important part about that. That motherfucker was moving forward. Damn, speaking of moving forward, next Mm -hmm. Nasadin Imov. Versus Joaquin Joaquin.
1: Buckley. Yeah, because it's the only person I bet on. (laughs) I was hoping he was coming through as an underdog, but he could not seem to close the distance. This man was just too tall and out of reach. You know, he was just missing him just by, you know, just barely missing him each time. And he was throwing everything into it. So my question is, like, do you train with taller people? Do you train with different body types? that something that's worked on or like are you training with people all the same height as you because that could that could hinder you because you have to switch up your game plan when somebody's taller than you you have to be able to close that distance and not just swing for the fences
0: with everybody's height you got to figure out what resources you can use around you
1: Exactly. so it's
0: just like if, if you got shorter height that means you need to find more resources around you that can help uh pretty much counterfeit so getting him his back towards the cage going with him keeping his back towards the cage and closing him in towards the cage those are things that that normally come as people you know get more experience in in fighting and in the sense of like cuz you know he's still new to this shit but at the same time like he look like he's going to have longevity in yeah. so i just think one is if you get better at closing the cage off and closing that cuz that's how you close the distance and you're already good with uh, the agility and working your way in there because that's how he got the success that he did have. I thought unanimous, I don't know about that. They they pressed that one a little bit. Yeah. But I think Nasadine did a good job by staying composed. He just watched the other fights. He stayed composed and then watched you move around and just kept his hand out, you know?
1: Yeah, because in the last round, third round, he was dying. And he was just like a standing still target for him. Mm -hmm. Granted, you know, he got hit with some really good shots, but he didn't drop. But I, it's rough.
0: Buckley's cardio was there, showed up. And Nasadeem, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand really how it was. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't really, like, impressive about this fight because I did see the shots that he landed. And it's just like, if it's somebody constantly pushing the pace, pushing the pace, pushing pace, and he come in and land every once in a while, it's just like, I don't understand how that's a unanimous decision. He's so that's what I'm reach. saying. Yes, staying out of reach, but the times he did get touched, I, I, I'm, you know, I don't know. I digress. Yeah. You know? But next, speaking of what what we, what do we, happens next, Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. Both of these guys already got a title shot. Robert Whitaker is still talking about, hey, get a title shot. No, nah, he's just saying that because that's what feels good to say like i think that robert Whittaker should take another fight
1: who are you gonna fight pereira pereira already fighting
0: yeah but after pereira fights so no matter what pereira happens to pereira he fights pereira now. i think that's how it should go
1: because he got beat by adesanya twice
0: no because that's like the next person on the list you know he beat marvin for and and this is like what type of fashion he kind of stood there and they just kind of hung out
1: no, that ain't even true. I think it was more technical because you was like, everybody sleep on Marvin Vittori. No, Robert Whitaker went in there and made him look basic as hell. You know, he it, had his one three, or two good moments, but... Three
0: rounds. It was three rounds. It ain't, it ain't for you to go in there and try to do make a three-round look like a five-round. That's not what the three-round is there for. A three-round is there for you to prove yourself. When you get to the five-round area, that's when it's where it's competition. Not competition, but it's like championship that's where you're the championship level it's like you lost in a championship fight twice so now it's not time to display the championship caliber it's time to display how you can get a finish and prove yourself to be somebody that's worth the title shot
1: but i think he just you know he went in it as if this was a championship bout. And that's what I, think. He, I think
0: he's just used but to i that. think
1: both i think both of them went in with that mindset especially because they both got beat the only losses on their their record is from Arasanya, So it's just yeah. like, who's the better out of us two? I want to be technical with you uh, and not, you know, go crazy because when you're going crazy, that's when your mind get in the midst of it and you, that's how you slip up. So it's just, but like, you got to stay technical. And I think that's what they were just both trying to prove is just staying technical and just Robert just kept touching him up.
0: Yeah. Robert was just staying more technical because like, not Marvin, but Robert was staying more technical than Marvin because Uh, It was moments where Marvin was trying to pop off and uh, Whitaker would just catch him right on that counter shot right off as soon as he make a move.
1: That's exactly what he said he was going to do. He said Marvin was going to try to make it a bar fight, you know, a bar brawl. And he was not having any of that. He was just going to be technical with him and touch him up. And that's exactly what he did.
0: Which was like, okay, all right. That's what's up, Robert (laughs) Whitaker. that's good
1: i'm about to say don't be like that
0: another w all right like that where do we go from here Oh, you'll feel better
1: if he would have knocked him out is that what you're saying yeah put a
0: put a stamp on it like if you going, like if if the whole thing is like i want a title shot no i'm just trying to stay in the top 10 that's what he's saying he's not saying i want a title shot he said no i'm just trying to make sure i stay in the top 10
1: no he said he want to go after that belt next like it's always about the belt but um yeah, no. he might just be at that one for a no, minute. No,
0: since, since this, is a, this is the third time, you need to make it about something else. <laughs> you need to make it about something else. Make it about Izzy this time. Make it about, su- study him and, and and what he has going on and, and ways that you can be a better fighter. Let's go about this a different route, Robert because
1: Yeah, because yeah, Robert Whitaker is a well-rounded fighter. And I'm he trying is. to figure out, like, how is he not beating this man if he got a ground game? You know, he got a stand-up game. It's just like,
0: It'd be the a mental battle.
1: Damn, that's, that's crazy. Like
0: they'd be beat before they get in the, the, the octagon.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. And then I that's when they that. get to the
0: fourth, fifth round, and they try to duplicate the same things that they've been doing. Left, right, head kick. Left, right, head kick. Left, right, head kick. That's Robert Whitaker right there at fourth and fifth round. Throwing Hail Marys. Speaking of a Hail Mary, mm. this wasn't really no Hail Mary. This was this was getting it done early so he could show up for Frank. Shout out to <laughs> Cyril Gone. I
1: hope that's your last one. <laughs> versus
0: Versus Ty Tuivasa, and this is the first time I have seen Ty Tuivasa do his dance when he ain't want to. <laughs> no, <he didn't. gasps> for real, for real. You know, you know, it's real, it's real. People be like, Damn. be singing their own demise, like Red Fox, the comedian. He used to always fake the heart attack, and you see how he died, like things like that, like that's one small example of how people kind of like, and when he beat people, that's the thing he do, do his little shake. And when he got shimmy. caught, when he got caught, that's what he did, his little shimmy. And I was like, damn, that looks very familiar. But Cyril Gong caught that that one on the back of the head, that one played a big part. <laughs> that that one punch deserved a little piece of the check too.
1: <laughs> that was all neck. That. Little, <laughs> He got all that. That
0: was all neck. That wasn't the back of the head.
1: That was not the back. I looked at. it. I was like, "Dang, I bet you that anywhere felt on the so spine. terrible." Yeah, that, on the spine, I know that. It. I want uh Ty to Ivasa to post pictures of his stomach in about seven days or even three days. I want to see what that bruise looked like yeah. because it was already bruising up in the match. And you know, if it's bruising up in the match, you know it's bad. Yeah. It, like was, it had to be so bad. He had so many kicks to the stomach. It was ridiculous. With, but with when
0: the big the big toe was pointing in, that's when the big toe was pointing in, and he grabbed his stomach. I was like, "Yeah, that one had to be that. That had to be that one because he got a couple ones before that. That that like he looked like he was just trying to tough through it.
1: Yeah, it was just it was getting worse and worse. And Sarah gone, you know. He saw the vulnerability and he exploited it. And I can always appreciate that. I knew like if Ty Vasa was going to win, it was going to be on, you know, him, Cyril Ghosn getting caught. But I like that was just a small percentage. Like it's possible for him to win, but it's very small percentage. And I think Cyril Ghosn did a great job staying technical, composed and, you know, having that killer instinct once he did see that he was hurt. But he did, you know, he faked one where he acted like he was about to fall and he didn't fall and he started swinging. I was like, oh, it's the mind games. It's the mind games. Somebody else would have fell for that. Somebody would have just been knocked out. A
0: dumbass would have fell for that.
1: that (laughs) It was crazy.
0: He took a note out of Derek Lewis' book. Like, (laughs) shit.
1: Hey, you gotta learn something?
0: We cannot dismiss that Sean Gone did get baptized in a second. Like, straight up, like, straight up he uh, recovered what's though his, what's his name jamal hill the way the, uh jamal hill did uh what's his name johnny Mantos. johnny walker no johnny oh. walker when he went back like that that was one of those but the way he recovered was elite the yeah. recovery was elite yes so okay. he put on another one for front for the sh for the whole show shut down the show for the first show in front.
1: And I think it's only a matter of time for uh, a surrogance champion. He's a well-rounded fighter and he is constantly working to get better. He's young. He's still new to the UFC. I think it's like his third or fourth year and look where he's at. So Mm -hmm. I think it's only a matter of time is if Francis Nuganu wants to say, I don't want to fight no more. He's going to gladly step into that position and, you know, just give everybody a run for their money. So, you know, yeah. Nagano, and a Cyril Gone run... in his
0: prime versus a John Jones that's that's been like uh you know out of he's been out of the game for a little bit. That's that's something that I would want to see. Because like we've said it before, like once even after the Naganu fight, we was like, This is not the this is not the end of Cyril Gone. <laughs> We're gonna see Cyril Gone again. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna be back back here again.
1: Yeah. so whatever
0: yeah.
1: tattoo we too. He's he's gonna be back too. He's uh fresh into the UFC. He's not, he hasn't been around that long, but. I like. I was very interested to see if he was gonna take a technical approach to this fight, and he did. He was a little bit calmer, and he was getting patient. But he, when he started getting touched up, he started getting yeah, impatient. He started turning and he that really, shit on, yeah, yeah. He wanted to. So I think he just has some, you know, a little bit more mental gain to gain from this. And I think he's gonna be right where he needs to be in a couple fights. He's gonna be right back up as the number one contender. That's that's what I see for him.
0: Oh, shit! Oh, shit. that that's everything for the no cap recap for UFC Frank Paris. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. It's the roundhouse Roundtable. We know y'all miss, we know y'all missed us last week because y'all ain't get to hear our mouth. We appreciate it. Make sure y'all go rock with us on the Instagram page, the Twitter page. We always talk shit on there. So it, if anything that's there that's wild, we it's said Armani.
1: It. It's Armani. Armani. Okay, yeah, I
0: said it. yeah i said it if it if yeah if it's on anything i said it i stand on that on the roundhouse. i'll stand on the roundhouse round table and say i said it (laughs) but make sure y'all go make sure y'all go rock with us and uh i don't want to forget to mention this but just to let y'all know queen b got second place in her first jujitsu tournament she did her thing out there we're super happy for her and we're glad to see that people that is on this show are really, you know, on these mats and, you know, not just talking that shit, but walking the walk. So proud of you. Uh, can't wait to see you in your next tournament. Thank you. And, uh, and that, that's the end of our show. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. And uh, we out. That's why I use the heat as a sword. Cause keep the peace is a boy. They yeah. go keys for you. Say, please. That's one. Please. Don't need. No one, two, please don't don't leave. That's three, four, if you do.